We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation on this Wednesday night. Summer League edition of the post-game show because we have nothing else better to do. Knicks taking on the Orlando Magic in Las Vegas, and they finally get a win in overtime. Jalen Martin, the hero of the night, and uh, he gets his team the win in an Elam-style overtime thriller. 82 to 80 over the Orlando Magic, man. Let's talk about it. Plus, Evan Fournier back on the block. We're going to talk about that. And is Josh Hart on his way to a big, big payday? Plus, Obi Toppin breaks his silence as a member of the Indiana Pacers. We're going to talk about that. CP the franchise, Mr. Vegas on the ones and twos. Lock in. Let's go. Summer League edition, man. Salute, salute, salute. All right. Now, how you feeling, man? We just had a uh, a great show on the NBA Report. Now we're back here on Knicks Fan TV. A doubleheader, if you will, in the summertime, man. Who said there is an offseason? There is no offseason for us, man. No such thing uh, around these parts. For Knicks Fan TV, the NBA Report, we keep it moving along here, man. Yep. There is always something to talk about. Yep. Our beloved New York Knicks, or of course the NBA, because the NBA never sleeps. Obviously not, because we got summer league, man. And look, yeah. we got a win finally. It just took us to leave Vegas for them to get a win. You and, know? And yeah, it it just took us to leave Vegas, man. I think that I think that's all it was. And you know, especially you, Mister Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Uh, you you had yourself quite a week. Um, have you fully recovered? Have you fully recovered from from that? Getting close, man. I'm getting close. Oh, all right, all right. Okay. Came back jet lag, yeah, a little sick, but you know, oh. hey, take some time to recover from Vegas. Yeah, if you know, you know, it's a good time out there. Yeah, good time. Well, you know, got to hang out with all the NBA players, man. Yeah. Got to go to all the different places. Uh, you, you got the clip running around there. You got all the photos with me, uh, me yeah. and Obi, me and Hartenstein, me and Jalen Martin. Yeah. Not KFTV, Jalen Martin. Nah, not our guy. Uh, or I guess the G League Knicks, Jalen right. Martin. Right. Yeah. Um, well, see, the thing is, is that, you know, you're slowly transitioning from a, a young whippersnapper uh, mm-hmm. to to an old geezer. So the recovery times get a little bit longer. You got to pick and choose your outings. You got to pick and choose. You can't just be running up and down every single day. It catches up with you. You know what I'm saying? 
There it is. There it is. Working on nine hours of sleep. Not something I recommend. Yeah. In Vegas. See? But hey, it was a busy weekend covering Summer League. And then yeah. uh, shout out to my boy Woes and his bachelor party, man. Yeah. It's, it's it's a lot. It's a lot for one weekend. Yeah. I, I hear you, man. Well, I you know, this is why I paced myself. This is why you did not see me with you uh, uh on that evening. I didn't invite no, you uh, out. I did invite you out. Yes. Yes. I, I but as I as I told you on the NBA reports, uh I was not properly dressed for the occasion. I was a little too fancy for the things that you were getting into. I, you know, when I throw the Farragamos on, bro, I, I got to be VIP only. You know, I didn't know you was going that route. You told me late. You told me late. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't be amongst the, the common folk and the Gamos. You know what I mean? I got to be in the, in the VIP, pop some bottles, give me some sparklers. I'll have, I'll have me a seat and I'll enjoy the entertainment. You know what I mean? Look, 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 look. Yeah. I invited you out. You said... Because you are the old geezer, I'm the young whippersnapper yeah. over here. Yeah. You said you go to bed by eight o'clock. Yeah. You said you need your beauty rest. Well, well, we had a big show at the Blue Wire Studio. I had to prepare and make sure that we give the people our best. So I sacrificed. Yeah, you had a, you had a little bit of your tapioca pudding and you had some Alka Seltzer before you went to bed and you were ready for the next day. <laughs> now, really, what I decided to do is after a great dinner, me and the lady had a great dinner. We went back to the blackjack and roulette table. After we got lucky the night before that, I mean, we had, it was an incredible night at Caesar's Palace on Saturday. Mm. So we went back, I mean, on Friday, rather. So we went back on Saturday to find our luck again. And for, for her, she did all right. For me, it was a complete blood, bloodbath. Complete bloodbath on a blackjack table. And as I told you, right across from me was Obi watching, uh, to, to his delight, as I was just losing everything but my shirt in, in, in that place. Uh, but you know, it was that, like, he was like, look at that dud gambler over there. Uh, yeah. uh, but you know, what's funny. As soon as I walked through the door and I said this on IG yeah. and I said this on Twitter, cause my wife tunes in, she's a big supporter, obviously yeah, tuned into you. the show. When I sent her the link saying, Hey, yeah. we're in the blue wire studio. Check this out. Her yeah. and the family put it on the, uh, put on the TV. And as soon as you called me, Mr. Vegas, she could not stop. She is still not stopped calling me Mr. Vegas. As soon as I walked through the door. I was like, "Hey, babe, what's up?" She's like, "How you doing, Mr. Vegas?" I was like, "Okay, this this is not ended. We're 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 at this point." <laughs> oh man, I love it, man. I love it. I love it. No, it was a great weekend. Uh, Action packed. Made a lot of moves. Made a lot of uh, a lot of contacts. A lot of connections. Had a great time and 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 saw some good basketball, man. A lot of young talent on the summer league scene. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of teams with, with some promising youngsters from the Pacers to you know, you look at what Huchafino and the Lakers are doing. You look at Detroit or Rockets. Um, and, and then we go all the way down to the list of the Knicks. So, so, but we did get the win. We did get the win. Um, won't uh, be that. I mean, you didn't even play the victory music, which is a little, it's no, a little shocking it's to me. It's league, man. I'm not, I'm not doing that. First, first rule of summer league is it's only summer league. We, we can't get too ahead of ourselves. You know what I mean? These guys are all, all right. headed for Westchester or Europe. Pretty much, you, you know. But but good thing about Jalen Martin. That was one of the last people I saw in yes. Vegas was uh was Jalen Martin. Um nice humble kid, man. Very nice humble kid, very respectable. I, I told him about the kind words that his former high school coach Charlie Ward said about him. Charlie Ward, a friend of the program, left us a nice message about Jalen Martin when it was announced that the Knicks had signed into a two-way deal. And so he was very appreciative of it. And uh and he gets the win. He gets the win for his team. He's okay. I think he's okay. I like the way he attacks the basket. 
He, he does get aggressive when he needs to be. He does pass the ball. You know, he's selfless when he needs to be. When he, when he gets to open corner three, he tries to take it. Um, hasn't been able to knock those down. But he, I like the way he attacks the basket, though. Pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's the most promising uh, talent that we got so far in summer league. I mean, Daquan Jeffries is also good, but obviously – <laughs> but the with the the depth at guard yeah. for him to even be thinking of future here on the Knicks, that's pretty hard to see. But at least with Jalen Martin, you know, he's got the two-way contract. He'll be in Westchester. He can develop his game a little bit more. You know, this is it we're starting to see the the spectrum of the overtime elite talent, right? You got the Thompson twins, yeah, yep. and then you get Jalen Martin, who was the next guy after those guys being touted as prospects, and you see the the varying talent. So He's going to need some more time to develop. As you pointed out, yes, the way he attacks the basket very can be very aggressive. I like how he, he he plays on defense. There are some calls in game one that we saw where he should not have been called for fouls when he's playing defense, man. Yeah. Um, I think that is something that if you're someone like Tom Thibodeau, you can be like, okay, guard, plays aggressive on the perimeter, has is pretty agile uh, laterally. You can look mm -hmm. at that and be excited about that. Jumper, though. The jumper needs to come around. Yeah. Um, that's that's really going to be the emphasis if he's going to go from a G League player to even thinking about playing in the NBA, whether it be the Knicks or anywhere else, right? Yeah. That's something that he really needs to work on. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you on that 100. percent And when we had our guy uh, Corey Tulliba of the heart of the uh, No Ceilings podcast, shout out to Corey. We also saw him at Summer League. Um, that was one of his his keys of improvement, areas of improvement for, for Jalen Martin was uh, to work on his shot. It was very inconsistent at the overtime. Uh, I think he shot like you know high th low 30s from three. And there wasn't anything in good in particular. Uh, I think they did say he did pick it up as the season progressed and and closed out. He had some moments there in the playoffs, but overall just needs to work on his jumper. But, you know, that that will certainly come as, as long as the rest of the uh, of the tools are there. Charlie Brown has been the best player on the summer league so far. You know, Charlie Brown, man. Charlie Brown Jr. You know, he, he's uh, he's a gamer. He attacks uh -huh. the basket. He's a jumper. He's got a little jumper there. I like George. You know, I like his game, man. Attacks the basket. He's, he's kind of fluid out there. Maybe he gets a little spot at Westchester. Yeah, man. I mean, look, he he had the 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 assist that led to the initial what would have been the game winning shot. Yeah, right. Uh, then you have Anthony Black get the get the tip in mm -hmm. and uh, and force overtime mm -hmm. uh, against uh, against the Magic. Yeah, uh, I mean the next. Yeah, pause. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, I, I, um, yeah, I was just you know you you're treading down you know flagrant three territories. I just want to you know. To make sure you're aware. Okay. Look, man, it's summer league. Yeah, summer league, summer league, summer league. We're right. not even appreciating right. that. So yeah, go ahead. Technically, go ahead. yes, that is what happened in the game. Gotcha. But I get it. I, I, I get. It. I get it for the fans out there. Yes, I get it. I get it. Okay. But yes, look, man. Yeah. But at least, at least, Jalen Martin got the game-winning shot. Yes. Yeah, he did get that opportunity. Uh, so great job by him for sure. Uh, who else? Um, you know, Roby, the the Roby watch. We continue to watch and see what what he does as as he tries to uh, reclaim his NBA career. I get, uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But I'm, I'm just not really impressed with his game at this moment. Uh, his plays very slow. Hasn't been able to hit much shots. You know, I I don't really see much with him. But I, I could be wrong. Uh, but I, like I said, in, in terms of what the where the Knicks go in the backup four spot, he even if he makes the team, he won't be getting minutes. Yeah, no. he's he's not getting minutes. Uh, Keels, another one, 
forget it. He's he's Westchester bound, or or that's it. Is he even on the two, is he still on the two way? Well, Dalen Martin has one two way. The original thought, the original plan was for Jacob Toppin to get the other one, but then it was announced yep. yesterday by a guy Keith Smith that it's just a non guaranteed training camp invite. So I think they're keeping that slot flexible, just in case, you know, just in case. So maybe Toppin does end up getting it, but for now, it hasn't. Uh, it's been announced that it's it's a non guaranteed training camp invite. So right now, the only one on the two-way is is, uh, is Jalen Martin. So what I'm looking here mm -hmm. for 2023-2024 two-way, we got Jalen Martin. Mm -hmm. Then the 2023-2024 cap holds are Trevor Keels mm -hmm. and Dwayne Washington on two-way contracts. So, yeah, it looks like just Jalen Martin is the only one. And I think, you know, if I have to I'm, – look, I'm giving it to Daquan Jeffries. So I'm giving another – another two two way contract out um mm -hmm. break glass in case of emergency yep you know if there's anything happening at the guard position i think he's shown that he's got enough tenacity uh when it comes to being that guy i mean he showed it in game 1 uh yeah, I, I would just go in that direction I, with keels not impressed with yeah. uh what i've seen so far for a guy who's been who who now has an off season uh i don't think his conditioning is there when we watch him play and it's just that that is alarming you know it, for a guy who got drafted in the second round came out of duke looking to have a career in the nba you would think you take these opportunities seriously especially in summer league i mean i don't know about you i was watching the miami heat against the boston celtics on saturday before that knicks philly game and i saw uh orlando robinson drop 30 plus points on the miami heat and i'm like yeah. yo that's a guy who wants it yeah you know what i mean yeah, that yeah. that's a guy who wants to show that he wants to make it to the league. You would think you would see that type of tenacity from Trevor Keels being this will be his second year. So not really thrilled with uh, how, how he's performed throughout summer league so far. Yeah, I, I, I mean, over the last, you know, since he's been here, I haven't seen any semblance of an offensive game from him. Um, and, you know, you're just not going to be able to get playing time anywhere if you can't put the ball in the, in the bucket. That's just where the league is right now. That's why Deuce McBride has trouble finding consistent minutes. So for Keels, he's gonna have to work it out of Westchester or somewhere else. But he's, I don't, you know, they, he has no future with the Knicks right now, uh, just based on where they are. But you know, overall, good for them. They get a win. Uh, QJ Patterson was pretty big in this game as well at the point guard spot. Knocked down a couple of big shots in the fourth quarter in overtime. Uh, so, you know, good job by him. But overall, it was Charlie Brown and Jalen Martin who were the stars of today's game. Jalen, uh, Charlie Brown, 19 points, 8 of 15 from the field, 3 of 7 from downtown, 6 boards. I like his game, 4 block shots. You know, we got to see him in person for those two games. I, I like his game. Peterson, 16 points off the bench, 6 of 19 from the field, 2 of 9 from downtown, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. And then Jalen Martin, who put in the game winner, 12 points, 4-7 from the field, 1-2 from downtown, 3 dimes, a steal, and 2 block shots. Shout out to the Rhyme Animal, Chuck D. The Rhyme Animal is back with us in action, man. Salute to Chuck. $20 Super Chat. Says, salute Knicks Nation, KFTV. Have a, have a safe summer. Hectic Hip Hop 50. Enjoy the time. And the good old days are right now. 
Absolutely, man. Already knew, without knowing Chuck's schedule, already knew he's being tied up with Hip Hop 50 stuff. If he's, if he's not in the Moss chat, ladies and gentlemen, he's doing super, super important things, man. This is a legend of our time and uh, a big, big milestone for our culture. So obviously we know Chuck is in the mix. So shout out to the Rhyme Animal Chuck D. But we always know that when he does have time to tap in, that he, he is here rocking with us. Um, speaking of hip hop, I did. Uh, I chopped it up with Fat Joe at Summer League. Uh, Al, there you uh, go. Yeah, Joe. He talked about me being Mister Mister Vegas. Look at you, just rubbing shoulders with Fat Joe. But, you know, Chris Haynes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, he was at the Wemby game. He was at the second Wemby game. Uh, I was there. So, uh, so yeah, I, I I did hit Joe. I said, you know, I'm gonna come down, chop it up a little bit at halftime. He said, I right, no doubt. So came down, chopped it up with him a little bit. He was a little tight about the Obi uh, about the Obi trade. He was a little tight mm-hmm. about the Obi trade. I had to kind of talk him off the ledge a little bit and said, you know, it's all right, Joe will be okay. But um, yeah, you know, so shout out to Joe Crack. Got a chance to chop it up for a little bit. But yeah, he was a little, he was a little uh, he was a little tight about the Obi trade. Yeah, understandable, man. Yeah. Understandable. But hey. Wish things could have gone different. Yeah. As I told Obi, but bigger and better opportunities, hopefully, for him out in Indiana. We'll see what happens. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Like the CP hat you got going on right now. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it, man. Shout out to uh shout out to Gamba, you know, threw the design together and uh had it printed, man. Shout out to my guy, uh Roy. Yeah, yeah, the printer who prints our uh KFTV t- uh hats. No, uh t-shirts rather. Uh t-shirts. Uh printed up a couple of these for me, man. So I took it out to Summer League. Now switch it up a little bit. So shout out to uh, the design and print team for sure. Speaking of Obi, he did meet with the media during Summer League and he broke his silence about his time with the New York Knicks. Let's hear what Obi had to say here. So to everybody in the chat, man, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. CP and Alex on the ones and twos on this Summer League postgame live. Here is Obi. Let's hear what he had to say here. I have to refresh this page. Here we go. Uh, start out here in Indiana. Hey, so, hang on, hang on. Let me refresh so we get a f- fresh start from over here. Uh, had a great time with the Knicks. Um, obviously, it's been a dream to to uh, have the opportunity to play in MSG and obviously put that Knicks jersey on. But uh, like, it was great players there, great coaches. Uh, everybody was amazing there. Um, uh, but definitely super excited to have this new journey and uh, start out here in Indiana. So, um, yeah, super excited for that. All right. Well, that that was uh, that was Obi. Hey, listen, he, he he kept it a buck. He also said that you know he was frustrated about the lack of playing time, and that was known. That wasn't any secret. You could see it. See if you wanted, could see it. That. He was ultimately he was going to come to a head. He's going to come to a head. You got to make a decision one way or the other. They chose Julius, rightfully so. He's your two-time All-Star. He's he's your guy. He's your dog. You got to go with it. They re-signed Julius to the deal. At the same time, they 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 brought Obi in. That was just going to be the effect of keeping Julius. It was that one one of them was was going to have to go. They decided to keep Julius, so. Obi wanted a trade. He wants to go somewhere else to get a chance to play. And I'm very interested to see how he plays with the Pacers, man. They run him, they run his style of game. <laughs> An up-tempo style game. You have a, 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 a elite facilitating point guard in Halliburton. 
You got a lot of, you know, Nebhard playing a lot of young talent. Jarris Walker out there. He's got some passing ability. Uh, the, the Pacer team is going to be very interesting, man. I, I want to see how Obi plays in this high-octane Pacer offense. Could see some things. Could definitely see some things, man. Yeah, I mean, you heard Hal Burton on the, the PG uh, podcast, right? And he said he was excited for Obi. They've known each other for quite some time now. Uh, they play, he likes playing that. They both like to play fast. Mm. It's that um, te- up tempo speed. Um, I think what I'm interested to see if how they utilize Obi on that team is, are they going to allow him to be a passer to push the pace, do all those things? Because that was the stuff that he was known for coming out of college, right? Being the role man in the pick and roll. We'll see how Indiana uh, utilizes him. I look at that team. I just say, Hey, there's a lot of versatility they got over there. You can run Jarris Walker and Obi Toppin. Uh, you see Jarris Walker's physicality. You could even have him at small ball five, you know, it's just up to Rick Carlisle to see and, and the rest of the team to see how it all plays out. But this will finally be a chance for Obi. We'll see. Can Obi finally get those minutes? This is, I feel like what should be an open competition open. for the four, open. you know, Jarris Walker is not guaranteed that spot, even though he was drafted, right? Nothing's guaranteed in this league. Yeah. Uh, look, Obi was drafted eight. Randall decided to show up. Can Obi do the same thing out in Indiana? That that would be the question at this point. So I'm intrigued, man. And, and I'll say this. I'm not I'm as a Knicks fan, I, I'm it's not just because of Obi. I'm very curious and and, and I, I'm I'm a little, a little nervous about Indiana because let's remember before Halliburton went down when they faced the Knicks, right? Mm-hmm. That team was in competition for a playoff spot. I think they were six or seven around that time. And that was without any of these new additions. So I'm, I'm curious to see where it all plays out once the season starts. This Sounds like you're scared. Slate for everybody. Sounds like you're scared. No, I'm not scared. I'm it's, just saying. You're scared. You're scared. scared. It's, 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 you know, you could say it. It's okay. You know, it's just me, you, and you know, oh, thousand no, people in there. You, you, scared. you, you scared. watch yourself over there. Yeah, okay? man. Just, just, let, just let it out, man. It's safe space, bro. Look, man, the only thing I'm afraid of is the boogeyman. <laughs> and taxes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah rightfully so man rightfully so his uncle uncle sam comes through man uh yeah so look good good luck to him good good luck to obi seems like he had a good time in vegas as well so yeah good good luck to him with the pacers so to everybody in the chat once again hit that thumbs up button for you boys if you guys want to call us up man the phone lines are up Six five seven three eight three one five zero nine or the KFTV Discord, man. Call us up. You want to chop it up? You want to talk about, you know, what you're doing for the summer? You at summer camp or whatever, whatever it is, man. You know, we're we're just keeping it low key, keeping it casual on tonight's show. Now, a couple other things here. Um, Evan Fournier, where in the world mm. is Evan Fournier, or where in the world is Evan Fournier going to go? The question we've been waiting for for two years now, okay? <laughs> now, according to, where's this, where's this part for Jake Fisher here? According to Jake Fisher, Yahoo Sports, he talks about, he gives updates on the Dame trade, and let's see. Rival front offices continue to say uh, New York remains engaged on trade avenues for vet intruder Evan Fournier, and the Knicks are amenable to doing so as part of multi-team framework. So this is not really news. I think what, what Jake Fisher is doing here is he's kind of just speculating in terms of you have situations around the league, whether it's a Dame trade, a Harden trade, a Siakam trade, where 
if there needs to be multiple teams involved, maybe the Knicks are a player here in which they can trade Fournier and his contract to help facilitate things, get what they need. Maybe they get a, a second round pick or something in 2035 and, you know, <laughs> they end up being happy with that. That's pretty much it. 2035. Yeah. A second round pick. Yeah. Or third round. You know, maybe it's a third round pick or something. You know, we're going, we're going back to what was there a point where the NBA had like three, five yeah. rounds? Yeah. 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 Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely had three at, at one point. I'm pretty I think sure it was three rounds. I think they had three rounds at one point. Yeah. Not sure. That was before my time. I know yeah. that was your time, CP. That, that was, was not that my was before my time as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, I mean, it only makes sense, man. He's not getting a point in time here. Yeah. You know, you know, at this, I'm just curious how it all works out. Could he, is he, I don't think the Knicks will completely dump him for scraps. I could see him being on this roster and them hoping by the trade deadline that somebody needs a shooter and they can trade him and get some sort of compensation in return. Uh, but I think that's, that's a stretch at this point, mm-hmm. but I don't, I, I don't think that's what they want to do. I don't think they're just going to do that right now, but who knows? They could shock anybody. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I think at this point, they got to take what they can get. You know, they, they got to take what they can get. You, you're seeing more talented guys being dealt for less. It, it, it's it's going to come to a point. And, and Fournier, want, they, Fournier wants to be out of here. He wants to go somewhere where he can play potentially. If that's the case, maybe it's a, it's an upstart rebuild right if he goes to a contender that that's he's playing as a as a break glass in case of emergency well maybe it's the spurs where he he fills a a doug mcbuckets role and he could be the mentor for Wemby, the veteran mentor for the team i think that makes the most sense but you know as d brown said jake fish just filling out article space that's all we know we all know 48 without the other roster yeah that's what we said before the show this this is really news he's really just throwing ish at the wall in terms of saying hey you know the knicks have 48 they're trying to trade him maybe they get involved in one of these multi-team date frameworks to try to facilitate things yeah i yeah. just wonder if they just at, at the end of the day they could say hey you know what we'd rather have him as our backup because this is the last year we got to pay him anyway. So why not? Why? I don't know what a deal for Fournier would even look like at this point. Like, yeah. He's an expiring contract. What are you getting in return? Like, I know we saw Obi go for two second rounders. We saw uh, KJ Martin go for two second rounders. Mm-hmm. Was he getting you one second rounder? Like, what's the money that's going to match that? I, I don't think the Knicks are going to take on a contract that it's going for multiple years unless it's a player that someone really wants to get rid of. And they'd say, hey, we'll take your expiring salary for a said player. Right. So there that is, man. Uh, you guys be the judge. What do you guys think about the Fournier topic? You guys be the judge. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. If you guys are new in the chat, man, leave us a hashtag new and we will shout you guys out. CP and Alex on the ones and twos we had a great episode of the nba report just a little while ago we talked to uh, danny Morang, uh the host of the jacks ramsey's podcast portland trailblazers podcast uh went uh, went in depth on dame probably the best conversation in 
uh, in the sphere, in the in the media sphere on Dame. It was very thorough, very thorough. Thought we got both sides of the argument, got it down, and it, it was very thorough. So uh, if you missed it, definitely go over to the NBA report, tap in on it. Should be available in podcast format later this evening as well. Couple of uh, rule changes, Al, in the NBA. Mm. Couple of rule changes that could impact the Knicks here. Um, number one is, hang tight. Number one here, I'm just trying to pull it up. The anti-flopping rule. Flops will result in a technical foul. Now- We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Now, you know, why I say it impacts us is because there has been accusations of people of our of our floor general Jalen Brunson mm. that not that he flops that he embellishes a little bit. Now I call it Ooh. master selling. He's a master salesman at getting his calls. A lot of times he's he's getting smacked around in the face. You know he's a smaller guy. He's he's Ding up. He's playing aggressive. He's trying to draw off offensive fouls. This is his way of playing defense. Sometimes he gets hit. And he gets the call. I wonder if they'll turn the tables on him and call him for a tech. Will he get called for a flop there? Your, your thoughts on the anti-flop rule leading to a technical foul? I hope not. This guy draws charges. He legitimately puts his body on the line to make sure he can draw the foul on the offense. So I hope not, but... I think it will just be iffy, man, to see how they call this flopping, this flopping rule, man. Like the the level of detail and investigative work we're going to watch for whoever calls this, right? And like, say it is called, right? And now the new rule that you have, if you want to overturn that, like, I, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, there's some ones that are very obvious. Like when you watch a Chris Paul, Marcus Smart, like you could just say, okay, that's a flop. Lowry, Kyle Lowry, you know, he'll jump like five feet into the stands on a hip check. That's guy. Yeah, yeah, that's going to change the whole game. He might as well retire right now. The league's cooked for him. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I just, yeah. I don't know, man. I just don't know how you're going to be able to call it. That's such a, like, even watching that in slow motion, like, sometimes it looks more of a foul than it is. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. I think that's going to be something so tricky to call. I I think it's it's as it's as tricky as the take foul was. You notice in the playoffs they didn't call many of them. I don't I don't if if at all you didn't see them anymore. All of a sudden there were no more take fouls. Right? It's it's going to be very difficult. And how do you police? Because there's flopping, and there's embellishments. Right? We said this on the NBA report. There's flopping and embellishments. There's the guys that are just completely acting and wilding out. Okay, that deserves. But is an embellishment wrong if you're trying to get the ref's attention and he's been missing the call constantly? You know, these guys are blind, man. Like, is that is that going to be called for a tech? Is that going to be called for a flop? How do you call the post-up a player backing down the defender in the post and the defender falls back trying to draw offensive foul or, or he pulls the chair back and falls. Is that a flop? Is that an offensive foul? Is that a defensive foul? Like, you know, is it just going to be when that post player is, you know, using his elbow, using his off arm aggressively? That's, is that the only way you call an offensive foul? It's going to be very hard to police that. It's going to be very it's hard. Be to diff- it's going to be difficult, man. Yeah. I, I'm not really a fan of that rule change. Um, 
I think it's easier for the take fouls. I think for drawing, I think for flopping, the refs just have to be better at just allowing the league to be a little bit more aggressive. You know what I mean? Like yeah. more physicality. That's that's what they just have to embrace instead of just saying, oh, that's a flop. That's like, that's a foul. That's a foul. That's a foul. Because at, at, in some games, depending on who's calling the game, there are way too many fouls, man. It, it ruins the entire flow of the game. It's very choppy. Living at the free throw line. I'm not watching basketball to see everyone live at the free throw line. I'm trying to see some good fluid basketball play, good defense, good offense. It's going to be tricky, man. Really, the way to, to curtail this was not the rule the, the rule change. It was more so of telling refs, hey, let's allow a more physical game. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, going to be interesting to see, man, because it's already calling an offensive foul is already difficult. So well, let's see how that works. Now, the second one. Uh, I agree with should have been should have been in place is that coaches will be given a second challenge if the first is successful if they have timeouts left. Now, despite the fact that I hate the replays, I think they are entirely way too long. Uh, and sometimes when they come in at pivotal points of the game, you ruin the whole flow, the 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 the, the whole rhythm of the game. I, I think you run the risk of that. But if you do get a call right, showing that the ref was a bonehead or completely missed it. You should be rewarded with another one. You know, I liked it with football. And if you're going to do the replays in basketball, you should be able to get at least another one. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, you know, like in the NFL, you don't like. Actually, you, you don't lose a timeout in the NBA, but I do agree with the fact that if you win one, you should get another one and leave it at that. I think it makes sense. Uh, the question is, will they allow someone like Pat Beverly to take the camera and show the ref saying, hey, this is a foul? That's the bigger question. I yeah, I, uh, I highly doubt it, man. I highly doubt it. And what Pat Beverly said, Pat Beverly said uh, James Harden was a big reason why he stayed and why he signed with Philadelphia. Sure. Yeah, we, we believe it, Pat. We believe it. We believe you, buddy, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Uh, let me see a little to Super Chats that have in, are in here. Who else we got in there? Oh, just the Rhyme Animal. Shoot the little Rhyme Animal, Chuck D, man. So it's Chuck. We definitely appreciate you. A couple of rule changes as we just announced. And um, Josh Hart, Al. Josh Hart. So he opts into the deal, right, at 12.6, 12.9 million. That was a player option. He figured that he was. Once they extended the deadline, you knew there was a reason for that. Knicks were trying to work that work in, in the opt-in, probably try to figure out the cap ramifications, wait till the official CBA comes out, study the numbers and figure it out. They end up extending the deadline for him to opt in. He opts in, which means that this year, see, this season, he's going to be making that 12.9. So he's going to be getting underpaid compared to his peers that allowed the Knicks to set up the DiVincenzo pickup. What I thought from that point, because the speculation was that if he had opted out and, and redid the deal this year, he would have gotten say around like 17, 16, 17, right? Not confirmed, but that's, that's what a lot of the, the people I put out there, but for him to now give the Knicks a deal here, 
help them out, sacrificing to bring DiVincenzo in here. I was under, I'm under the impression that they're going to take care of him. And he's going to get closer to 20 come the renegotiation time. And it just so happened that when, on the NBA report, when we spoke to our guy Danny Morang of the Jack Ramsey's podcast, covers the Portland Trailblazers, covered Josh Hart, he too felt and heard that it's, it's you know, an unkept secret here that Josh Hart is going to be getting close to 20 bags when it's when the smoke clears. So, very interesting, man. Very interesting. Your, your thoughts on that? I mean, look, they traded a first rounder for him. You're going to want to extend him. You don't want to just trade an asset and not have anyone replace him, right? So that's that point. The next one is, uh, this is a guy that Tib likes, right? If you th- even if you're not Tom Thibodeau, this is just a he's a really good role player that any team would want. That's why he's been traded so often. Not for the fact that nobody wants him and he's just a good filler for a trade. It's the fact that New Orleans, Portland, yeah, they're all like, okay, this is somebody that we can utilize because what he gives us is all the gritty work that somebody else probably won't do on the team, right? His hustle, his rebounding, um, his ability to attack and transition. So it only makes sense that he is going to get paid. On top of that, he's boys with Brunson. He's boys with DiVincenzo. These guys are now here for a good amount of time, right? Now you look at the deal that DiVincenzo got. You think that quickly he's going to be due for an extension. Uh, he's due for an extension right now. He could get an extension, but it's no it's no guarantee that he'll be on the team this uh, this uh, this this season or even the next season, man. Right? He there could be another deal looming. Although I'd probably expect the Knicks to do an in season trade rather than one to begin the season, unless there's something that they can't pass up. But let's just say, you know, you you have this, you you already have this gluttony of guards, right? Maybe quickly is not going to be around much longer. Maybe Grimes is not going to be around much longer. Not saying I want it to happen. I'm just saying if you just look at from how this team is constructed right now with all the guards. There's not enough playing time for everybody. They're going to be playing small this year, I think, just to accommodate. But I think moving forward, they're going to like, I think this team is going to move in the direction of getting more, you know, wingspan on this team, more height, right, to be more versatile. So you sign someone like DiVincenzo. You have Jalen Brunson, boys with Josh Hart. You think that you move someone like quickly and Grimes out of the way, right, if you're this team, and you can extend Josh Hart, and there's the money, right? There's the money that you're talking about to say, hey, we can give this guy 20 bags annually yeah. for the next upcoming years because we don't have these guys anymore. We're able to move them, maybe get some rookies in here after you trade them, get some draft picks, rookie scale contracts. That's how that's how I see it as with, with Josh Hart right now. I think that's their thinking w- with him. Somebody's getting traded, man. Uh it's 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 gonna happen, man. Somebody's getting traded. Who do you think it is? I I just have a feeling it's quick. <laughs> I just I have do, a feeling man. it's quickly too, man. I have a feeling quick's gonna get dealt, man. I have a feeling. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. It's just you got RJ already making twenty plus. Julius, Jalen, Hart's gonna be close to that. D Vincenzo's in here now. Now he's around like uh, 11, 12 ish. You got Mitch. What's Mitch at? Around ten, eleven. Yeah, Mitch is around ten, eleven. 
Yeah, you're going you're gonna to put quickly at 22? I, I, you're going to have two guys coming off your bench making damn near 20 mil? Then you got to think about Grimes, right? Grimes is going to be coming up soon. Yep. The DiVincenzo move, in my eyes, I look at quickly. You know, the way I, a little bit of playmaking, some shooting, right? It, it, they kind of seem, they kind, I'm not saying they are, they kind of seem redundant in what you want both players to do. Although I think to start the season, you're going to see both of them in that second unit backcourt. Yeah. I think you're going to see quickly playing like how he did with Derrick Rose, but I just feel like this is a move getting ready for a man quickly. Cause look, man, he, he already said that he wants to be a starter in this league. Yeah. All right. Unless, unless Tibbs is putting Grimes on the bench or something's happening to Grimes. I don't see one. I don't see Tibbs having a, a small backcourt as a starting unit. Right. So that means to me, like if quick wants to be a starter and you got Jalen Brunson, I don't see Tibbs wanting to play small. I don't know how many other teams that play small around the league either with two guards. I just think that if he's going to want a starting opportunity and to be a league guard, which in today's league, you don't need to be that traditional point guard to be that great facilitator. You could just be a scorer with some facilitating. I feel like, I feel like it's just screaming for quickly to, to be traded at some point. In this order, I would say IQ, RJ for the money and potential and Grimes. One, two, three. That's, that's as long as Tibbs here, I don't feel like Grimes is ever getting traded. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's about, I mean, for the right player, for the right player, I think he could. For the right player, I think he could. I don't but, know. Man. I think he loves Grimes way too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, man, the Nova connections here, they're, they're locked in. Who would have thought, man? It, we had the in. CAA Kentucky thing. Now it's yeah. the. You know, now it's the CAA Nova, Nova thing. <laughs> it's the CAA Nova thing, man. So, um, man, it's, this is going to be fascinating. But, you know, as I've said with, with the with the DiVincenzo pickup, um, it's it's just uh, you got to stockpile talent right now in any way that you can. And then you move after that. Doesn't mean that the trade is imminent. It just means that you take a look at you take a look at the Mitchell trade last year and however you want to look at it, you know, whether it's the New York tax or, you know, they were scared to give up everything and not, not have much left. This is why you pick up a guy like a DiVincenzo. Yes. This is why, this is why you do that to try to hedge on the potential of losing a lot for a big deal. But when you look at all the guys that have to be paid and the fact that the Knicks are creeping up on the cap, on, on the tax line, you're not going to want to invest all of your money in a team whose who's ceiling is capped. You know, so for the people that say, well, stay the course and just keep building and pay all these guys and bring them back. And bring them. I've been saying this for years. You see what happened with OB. Everybody is not along coming along for the ride it's just not going to work that way everybody's not going to come along for the ride some may be here for a little bit some might be here for a long time but everybody's not going to be here for the ride so we just have to wait and see what happens man 
have to wait and see what happens. Yep. Uh, who else we got? Ryan Manuel, Chuck T. $10 Super Chat says Josh Hart is getting the Starks. LJ Allen Houston post-Nick deal with that move. Two refs already overwhelmed with NBA speed. Number three, let 48 go. It was torture for his career. We hope Julius stays hungry. Yeah, it's time for... Uh, it's time for... Um, <clears throat> for 48 to go. Definitely time for 48 to go, man. So... After coming on the show. Yeah, he did. He did. He he came on, man. He came on the show. And um, they tightened up on him after that. But <laughs> One slipped through the cracks. He, he, he got here. You know, uh, things, things got tighter ever since. But, mm. you know, this is a little Tim. He's a stand-up guy. You know, he's a stand-up guy. We, we, we appreciate it. His, uh, he kept it real, man. That's why I rock with 48, you know, whatever. He doesn't play defense, but I I could talk hoops with him all day because he keeps it, he keeps it 1,000. You know what I mean? No, he's not afraid to say what he feels. 100%. I yeah. think he gives some of the most insightful interviews, which is probably, uh, you know, a reason why we didn't see him anymore. They're like, all right, man, stop talking about how this office can be ran. All right, right. right. <laughs> We, we're trying to get rid of Kimba Walker at this point. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there it is, man. So that's uh, that's the story there. Fournier on his way out of there, man. On his way out of there, man. It was real while it lasted. Um, yeah, good time in Vegas. Vegas was great. And uh, yeah, man, we're, we're going to be looking forward to more off-season content got to get into our player reviews uh what else nba report is rocking looking good over here man looking good out looking forward to some more off-season content man so just keep it locked so everybody in the chat what's that yeah it's about to be august soon man before you know it yeah september and the it's already starting yeah absolutely so you know We'll see what happens there, man. You know, it's funny, man. You, you were talking about Vegas. I was calling you out on uh, on your theatrics over the weekend. You know, you had yeah, yourself you were. a time. You had yourself a time. Uh, you were blowing up my spot, man. Yeah. You know, now, a lot of fans, as you know, like to uh, associate me with a, a particular player agency of a three-letter word. You know, we won't say any names, but... There's conspiracy theories about my affiliations with such group. Now, I won't confirm or deny such a report or such allegations, rather. Mm. But I will say they did host a party on Sunday. And I was personally invited along with the next chick. We were personally invited. I won't say who, but we were personally invited. Now, I respectfully declined the invitation. I said, ah, you know, it's just a little too, you know, it's a little too, too close. Much. A little too, too close. close. A little too close. I got to keep my integrity. You know, you, you did see the picture. You saw uh, Hart and Obi and Halliburton and, and Spider together. Yep. You know, I, you know, if I was there, I probably would have been in the background, but I declined. I, I declined. I said, uh, I appreciate the invitation. Respectfully, uh, uh, no thank you. Yeah, I t- totally understand. Yeah, 
totally understand. Yeah. Totally understand. That's it. But don't worry, man. That's why we're creating our own thing over here, right? That's right. That's right. By the way, I was hanging out. I was like, World Wide West, and uh, you could be the Leon Rose for all I know. Yeah. That, that's it. Personally, I, I said, you know what? I, I, I appreciate it. I No. I, I got to get back to the Big Apple, man. I, you know. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Sure, yeah. You sure you didn't? You, 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 you're telling me that you didn't have one split second where you're like, hey, uh, Miss KFTV, let's hold off this flight because I need to make a deal. I need to get some inside information. A little bit. You I know, need to get some access. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I contacted say, hey, listen, man, this would be great for you. You should come and, you know, you know. Hey, Josh Hart. Hey, man, you get brunch over here. We can have a, we have a good conversation. A yeah. good sit down. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, that, that's that's it. True story. And you know how CIA likes to roll. Like, everyone makes the whole uh, Sopranos uh, uh, analogy. Yeah. You can be like, well, we got the Gabagoo. You know, we got the Gabagoo I'm over sure, here. You I'm sure through. the spread was nice. I'm sure the spread was nice. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. But I, I had to, you know, style back a little bit. I said, hmm. this, this was a productive trip. I, I, you know, I... I I would love to come and mix and mingle with the with this with those people, but you know, I'm just I'm just call it quits. I hear you. I, I get you. I get you. I get you. Yeah, I, get, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But one day we'll find out who the agent is that's inviting <laughs> you to all these parties. One day. <laughs> Maybe. And you respectfully declining every single time. Re- respectfully decline the invitation. Yeah. So anyway, man. Great show. Um, on the NBA reports on Friday, special edition of the NBA report, Showtime Basketball is releasing a documentary, a three-part documentary on the great, late, great Wilt Chamberlain. I'll be interviewing the directors of that documentary, man, and we'll have that slated to drop on Friday so make sure you tap in on the NBA Report special edition of the NBA Report as I interview the directors of Goliath, the Will Chamberlain documentary slated to come out on Showtime starting this Friday. So look out for that. And uh, yeah, man, great show. Doubleheader out. Great show. We out of here, man. Salute.